At the top of the episode, we wanted to send a message of love and support to Travis Poole and Lori and your family. And we hope that you're feeling the support of the entire Nashville SC community right now. Now to the show. pod don what's going on not much man not even gonna try for the episode number i cannot remember it's fine how you doing vibes are low the vibes are low yeah is it is it the fault of the boys in gold uh yeah probably mostly yeah hard to tell you know yeah the vibes will go as they will but it helps when the teams do i guess it leads straight into what i was just gonna ask like i was just gonna outline like the last time we talked it was the first home loss Geotis Park, mm-hmm. Kansas City. So the three matches since then, the win at DC, um, a loss and penalties in the cup against Orlando, and then the draw yesterday uh, against Portland at home at the Dude. So so how how do we feel about the team generally at this point? Uh yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I think we need to quit doing so long between episodes because uh, and midweek games make it tough because then you kind of want to wait. Well, we talked. Well, we had time. the pod ready midweek game. We did actually. Yeah. You got depressed. Well, as hell. I was ready to pod, so I went and watched the the cup game midweek uh, at Studio B at Donald's, and uh, it, yeah, I was I was very depressed after the after the PK shootout, and it was also bedtime on a school night, so so I left. We had all the gear like there and ready to go, but yeah. I just. But I said no. I even do even it, then, so hand up on that one. Yeah, like even then, like I didn't care too much for the Open Cup game. I think like once uh, I was I was hurt by the by the Cup game. Well, my thing is like once we went down a man, and kind of even before that, I was like I, I was like yeah, we're not winning this game. Like I I had kind of been like yeah, like I just because one I knew we weren't winning PKs. Yeah, I guess that's the thing. Which like is I mean don't the team made it uh, better than what I expected. We're like, very traumatized. Yeah. From the playoffs oh, last year with PKs. Uh, but I didn't... As a fan. I base. guess... I don't know if I should, but I just don't... Like, Open Cup's cool. I just don't care about it as much as, like, MLS games. So I wasn't, like, as... So I had the DC game, which I was, like, hyped about because it was a really good game. Yeah. And then the Orlando one. So, like, I probably would have been better about it. But now, like, after experiencing the game yesterday, like, I just said... Yeah. Uh, it's depressing to talk about. Yeah, I guess the game yesterday wouldn't have been so depressing if midweek wasn't such a letdown with the cup. But, but I know you said that you're yeah, not you're not yeah. too tore up over the cup. Maybe it's a combination of the two. Yeah, I'm more mad about bad the, results. I'm more mad about the game yesterday. I was kind of messed up over the cup. Not to sit also, here and say like I'm good. Oh, so also the cup like uh I don't want to like oh like completely blame refereeing, but like it was insane. Yeah. yeah. The officiating in that. There's in that a lot that happened in that game that, like, I can excuse the loss. Yeah. Whereas, like, yesterday, no not excuse. really. Yeah, it's kind yeah. of. So I think I'm a little more down. I'm, I'm actually way more down about the loss yesterday than I am the midweek one. So yeah. I think we wouldn't have gotten so down about, like, we wouldn't feel so down after yesterday if it weren't for the midweek, for at least, at least for me. I yeah, can only speak for, for myself. And I, I, I'm not going to sit here and be like I every year before Nashville was in MLS, I was following the Lamar Hunt U.S. Open Cup, you know, extremely closely. But being in it now, being in the late stages of it now, the quarterfinal, I thought was was huge for the club. And I was very, very excited about it, especially knowing that we were going to host semifinal and final of the cup at home. If we could just get through the quarterfinal. I think that would have been cool. Actually think i care more about it when it was the usl than i do mls um and we i mean even in the usl uh year that knocked out an mls team yeah we i mean we we uh got pretty deep in that run too i don't know what round that might have been it was like top eight that we were we made the quarterfinals it was either top eight or top 16 
I know we lost to Cincinnati. This is where we need a producer. Yeah. Um, but I know, I think, it, I mean, just beating an MLS team was cool. Yeah, that's so huge. Was yeah, yeah. Especially, um, though we didn't get to see Tim Howard that game, but, um, the cup is nice too. Cause it all, this is an interesting thing about this sport too. Cause like, I'll do this with Tottenham. Like you've maybe done this with Chelsea. Like, you know, there's, there's different, different plot lines going on. So like your season in the league might be going one way, but you got that cup run. Like we're in the quarterfinals of the cup. Like maybe that's, you know, yeah, I think the only thing I, I think if I think you automatically qualify for like champions league that's yeah. the only reason why I like probably cared about the cup was like the automatic birth of that that would be amazing it would be amazing to win a trophy like and fucking, host those two home games as well yeah that would have been cool yeah I don't know maybe I don't know anyways for those reasons I think it was a I think because of the missed opportunity mostly for the for the two home games and, and the opportunity for silverware I had a vision in my mind because I think Sacramento Republic is um through the quarterfinals now yeah. as well. Or are they already in the semis they're in the last four. I don't know. I had a vision of Matt Lagrassa coming back yeah. to the cup final in Nashville, you know, Sacramento cool. Republic, and I thought that had some romance to it. I would have liked that. Yeah, I, we had talked, I think, had we beat Orlando, I, I didn't see us. I mean, I don't know now. <laughs> like, I want to say, like, we're, like, unbeatable at home, but at this point, like, we're not. <laughs> no. It's it's, yeah. it's it's a weird, True. It's yeah. a weird thing where, like, even though we've only lost one game in, like, two years, it's a weird thing where, like, right now we're a better road team than a home team despite only losing one game in two years. Yeah, sort of, like, yeah, very recent results sort of bear that out. Um, yeah. yeah, we kind of pick up the uh, – we, we're kind of picking up the good results away from home right now, you know, our, our last two wins. You can't even say it's, like, easier teams. Like, the teams we're playing – our last three games at home have been against the bottom of the West – yeah. And yeah. We've we've gotten two points out of nine. So is Portland kind of low in the in the Western yeah. Conference table right now? That's one of those ones that's a little bit of a I don't know what the word would be a, a misnomer. It's because you know it's they've still got so I don't much know, quality. They, they didn't look good. Sound like Gary. <laughs> they didn't look good yesterday. I didn't think no, they were that good. They didn't really look that great. I will say when Eric Williamson came on, he he changed the game massively. Um, I still don't like again. It was like. We did the thing, where but we obviously just, we had we were up two goals yesterday. We were, yeah, it's very helter skelter going between matches, but I think it's fine. But um, yeah, we, I mean we we had we yeah we had the the match won. Yeah, no, it it again when it when Portland did things, it was the like Patton and Nashville like sit back and let the team do what they want and like we're comfortable with it, and it bit us in our bit a bit us in our ass. Yeah, um, we can start with DC though. <laughs> yeah, let, let's touch on DC a bit because. That was a huge bounce back win that was that was needed. Yeah. You know, um, imagine how bad the stretch of of matches would look right now. It still looks terrible it would though. Be really low. So we needed this win. Um, I mean, it, it's still. What do you say? Portland, KC, San Jose, and DC. So that's what twelve point four games, and we got a total of five. I can't. I don't know. I can't check your mouth. Uh, right I, now. I'm still pretty low. <laughs> like I, I don't think the one like because we were really poor pre DC and we were now very poor post DC. Why does it just work sometimes? Why do we just? Why does? Why does it just work sometimes? We get like comfortable wins. Yeah, just I don't randomly. know. Randomly, randomly. Um, let's just form, DC because does can, form exist for Nashville SC? I don't like the thing is, uh, you can't even say like. We were up 2-0 yesterday. Like, you can't even say, like, we weren't doing well offensively. Yeah. You've, we had, you've put yourself in a position to win the match. Yeah. Like, 80, 90, or probably, like, higher than 90% of the time if you're up 2-0 in Nashville. Like, you're probably pretty comfortable you're going to win. Well, that's something that we've lost this year. Like, is the, you know, oh, once yeah. Nashville gets ahead, you know, they're going to hunker down and, and you're not going to be able to break them down. Yeah, it's really weird. We lost that because we keep letting teams back, and that is new this year, right? It's new, but I don't know that I blame it on the team outside of the goalkeepers. Yeah. Well, we have these goalkeeping issues for the first yeah. time. That it's really it sucks because it feels like um we're being like even like Panico and even to an extent Joe. They don't make a lot of mistakes, but for whatever reason, the mistakes that they're making this year is resulting in a goal. Yeah. Like yeah, we're, Panico, I mean, we're dropping could, points off like, of it You could sure. say Panico made two mistakes yesterday and both resulted in a goal. But, like, yeah, so you'll get, like, a Panico mistake, like, yesterday. Yeah. But then the team also then doesn't, like, you know, the outfield players, 
like this the second goal that we gave up portland's equalizer yeah I, honestly yeah, i guess someone's not i don't know if we panico. i mean williamson just kind of i mean he waited that ball through to the forward to yeah. finish it that was like, kind of on dax beautifully and, and you could argue he probably should have been subbed off before i know a lot of people are like he looks tired the Dax thing is so he's the only midfielder that will like that will create anything he's the only one that will that will find a, a forward pass. I mean, one of our central one midfielders. scored a banger yesterday. Huh? I said one of our midfielders scored a banger That's yesterday. That's true. Yeah. So, yeah, I no, I, yeah. I I agree, and I I think we'll probably get into it, but I'm kind of leaning towards a midfielder being like the number two, like a more of attacking midfielder being like and the number two need outside of a right wing back. I think it's the thing that would help us the the most. Yeah. Although. Yeah, I don't know. Will has been a little bit disappointing in recent matches. I feel like from the well, right, he's to terrible be in the Open Cup, yeah. and then he was injured, so he didn't play it. He was he didn't make the team yesterday. Yeah, but he was god awful in the Open Cup game. Uh, but yeah, so I th- I, I think right wing. I would still say right wing back is probably like our number one need. But I'm now leaning heavily. I don't know that. Like I I think I'm comfortable with like Loban Hawkinson coming off the bench. Yeah. Um. Which we can get into a little bit stuff later. I don't want to get into it now, but mm-hmm. um, assuming everyone's healthy, like as much as like I'm gonna probably shit on Gary for how he deploys Loba, like if everyone's healthy, like Loba should be coming off the bench. Like I don't care that he's a seven million dollar striker. Like Liao, Mukhtar, and Sapong are just like so good together. Mm-hmm. Um, which I don't think's like a bad thing. Like that having him come off the bench and. Uh, how well he's been performing, I think's fine. Uh, yeah, great teams have good players that can't start right every match. Um, or <laughs> it's when sometimes like, they never start. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's when you know you're starting people like Hawkinson over him. That's where I have a draw like the issue. But anyways, uh, even Hawkinson to an extent, like I'm gonna probably shit on him uh, for the game yesterday, uh, or just in general, but. Even him, like I'm fine him with him being as a death player. Yeah. Like I like I've said before, like he makes runs that like no one else makes, and I, I like that. He, that's an option for us, and I'm fine with him as a death player. So I, I I'm kind of comfortable with the forwards, uh, even to Zubek to an extent. Um, kind of reminds me of like Daniel Rios a little bit, like yeah. Uh, he'll randomly get you a goal, like yeah. one or two, maybe a year. Yeah. But you got us one yeah. so far, but um. Yeah, I think the attacking. I think Zubac's a better player than Daniel Rios. To be I do too. I think I've seen it. We haven't seen a ton of him. I think I've seen enough. Yeah, and I've uh, seen a lot of Rios. Yeah, I mean Rios, the USL killer. I mean he was unplayable at that level, but it yeah. just never but, translated. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm like right wing back one, attacking midfielder two, and then like a big gap with whatever. What else? We you think we're gonna get. sign anybody? I have fucking no idea. There's no noise at all. Yeah, I mean the window hasn't opened yet, but I know, and I I think this team does tend to be like super quiet about who they're talking to. Yeah, um, it just it, I don't know. It my only part is like that we don't have Plan B options because I'm not very confident in Shaq Moore anymore. Yeah, I mean you'd like to see some smoke there. Yeah, you're that's where you'd expect to see and it. And put I, some smoke anywhere. And there, what is that? Spain? Is yeah. he playing Spain? I think their window's open. Yeah. So we can sign him and then him just not. And so like it just, is possible to yep. announce that you signed him and mm-hmm. just wait until the MLS window opens to bring him over. Mm-hmm. So some other clubs have gotten linked with him now. Shouts out yeah. Chris Ivy. Yeah. Tightly following the. So I think one beat, of them just signed a right wing back. Okay. Like Montplier or whatever. Montpellier. Yeah. They were rumored, but they just signed a different. Why right live in back. Montpellier, France, when you could come to? Yeah. The Dagum Music City, USA, you know? Yeah. Anyways. And I'm happy 4th uh, of July to everyone out there as we record today. Yeah. DC United. Uh-huh. Let's get into that. Yeah. Um, we looked really good. It was a bounce back win that was needed, and it's a good thing we got it with the you know the two matches that followed. But, yeah, Daniel Lovett's goal early. Um, he wallops it. That's nice to see. His second yeah. goal for the club, I guess. Second goal. For Only that. scores bangers. I think sometimes you get a fullback that can chip in with a goal every now and then, and it'll, it'll just be a banger. Yeah. Only he, apparently he came our, in and scored one with his right that was maybe like a banger yeah. outside the box. Apparently it was our first left-footed goal in MLS. This one? Yeah. That's a trip. That's crazy. What? Yeah. Honey has scored a goal with his left foot, surely. Apparently not. I don't know. That's what Ben said. 
So if it's wrong, blame him. That's fascinating. Yeah. It could be because I think Hani, the goal that was that Alex Will curled it, like the, the Alex Will cross in the um, God, I'm losing track of the of the matches that we're talking about now. But I think Mukhtar might have got his left foot on the end of it, but that would have been after. Yeah, I guess it's DC match. So yeah. that's interesting. Mukhtar scores just before the half. I guess that was this. That was the DC match. That was DC game. Okay, so that might have been left foot. Too. So that was, yeah, a, I guess that was a really good run by Liao and kind of waited for Dax to open up at the last second. Really good pass. Yeah. And then Dax instead of. Oh, shooting. this is okay. Yeah. Yeah. Shooting, he passed it to Mukhtar for the open. No, out. yeah. The, so the the wheel cross, yeah, that didn't happen in this game. But yeah, so this was. Yeah, this was. Um, yeah, Leal, Dax. Dax kind of lays off from the finish. I really yeah. this game. I think it was his first start. Yeah. He's coming back. And he, I think he. He's been pretty good. It feels like he's still working back, but he's already the level he's playing yeah. at is still good. Like, it's still, it's just it like, damn, we I were don't think it showed up on the stat sheet, but I know he played a part in, like, all three goals. The first yeah. goal was his cross that, like, bounced off the defender into Lovitz. And then the second one, he made the run. And I, I would say his run was more crucial to the goal than Dax's pass. Mm-hmm. And then the third goal, he had the assist on that one to uh, Mukhtar, which was a lucky goal. But Yeah. Yeah. The, and then Mukhtar gets early in the second, his second goal off a big deflection. And yeah, I mean, I think the game felt in control throughout. Um, you saw the five players arriving in and around the box that I think signify good things for Nashville. So like Sapong and Mukhtar will always be there because they start up top. And then Leal kind of comes in and joins the attack. Lovitz tends to be the fourth, and I, I always mention he's one of our only creative players. And then you saw Dax McCarty coming in too, and that's kind of what I was saying. Like, he will pop up in positions, and like he he understands when when it's on, when the move is on. Like, there's a chance to be created here. Yeah. So it's not just that he, because he's because he's a very intelligent player. That's why he's played in the league for like a hundred years, you know. But he's a very intelligent player, and like even as he ages and like his legs won't be able to get there as quickly, and, and sometimes we can see they're failing him, he still knows like okay, the move is on here, like I can go now, just because this is this is the moment, and I can I can chip in by doing the one or two things that'll help us create a chance here, or create a goal. Yeah. And there's no other central midfielders. I guess Godoy kind of gets it, but I don't. Godoy does. I don't think. Yeah, I, w- I would say Godoy's one. Um, yeah, he's less of like uh, he's not he's not dictating play in the opponent's half too often. Though. No, he'll make really really good runs though. I don't I don't think he's like the type like Dax will get in the box. Uh, Godoy will seems like he'll like he'll make a run to the box and then pass it and then. Godoy's just felt peripheral too. Like maybe yeah. I don't know. Maybe we're just not settled in midfield. We could talk about how we have four similar and good options, but we still don't know what the best what the best pairing is. For a moment, I was I, I was thinking. Because like, yeah. I guess we can kind of move on from DC. Like it was, it was comfortable throughout. I was I gonna make know. a joke while we're, while we're watching highlights. Hmm? Uh, I said I was gonna make a joke about that. We were watching highlights, and it was the Portland second goal. And I was gonna be like, "Didn't you say like a week ago about Dax and Anunga being our best <laughs> pairing?" <laughs> yeah. And meanwhile, Dax just got roasted for a goal. Well, start. I don't. I wouldn't say got roasted on that goal, but um, starting, you know, those two, Dax and Anunga as a midfield two in the U.S. Open Cup quarterfinal. I thought we looked really, really good in that match, honestly, until the very end. This match was crazy, though. So this is the 1-1 eventual loss after penalties to Orlando midweek. And, I mean, I don't know. I thought we looked great. Yeah, so this was where Mukhtar got his got his foot kind of barely on the end of an Alex Will cross. And we held on to, during the match until the very end, despite it just being like an insane roller coaster with the officiating, which was just bizarre throughout. Um, and the bizarre officiating proved decisive because there's a foul like three minutes in the second half, stoppage time. Brian Anunga called for what to me didn't look like a foul. I don't know if you thought there was anything in the call, but no, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think I'm not really good on like judging what's a foul or not. I mm-hmm. thought it was, I thought the ref just called the whole game soft. There was what? 11 yellow cards for Nashville. Yeah. And like three for Orlando. Yeah. And it's like, uh, and just no, like if, if you heard that stat, you would think like it was a really rough game and it was not. Yeah. Like it wasn't a chippy game at all. And just handing, no, not out, really. handing out soft calls after soft calls. 
there was potential handball that they ignored. Like, I don't know, it was just really, really poor officiating. Yeah. Um, the dude had terrible eyebrows, too. He just yeah, had a weird like look ben about Shapiro. him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, it's, it's, I, I think, like I said, I, I don't, it sucks that we lost, but I don't know how much, like, the fact that we sh- almost probably should have won it after, like, that poor officiating, like, was a testament to how, like, decent the team looked. Yeah, the team looked good. Um, so, getting back to talking about, yeah, the midfield, too, of Daxon and Unga, I thought they looked good. So, I, yeah. I half seriously said, is this our best midfield combo? Less seriously thinking that it might be those two, which maybe it is, but it's more not, so but saying we don't really know. Uh, what is it? I mean... I, I guess think, the best we've seen our midfield play was to start the season when it was I think if, Dax, Godoy, and Davis. I think if everyone's healthy, um, I do not want to play three midfielders. Yeah, I don't think that's so, the future. I think our two best, now whether like they complement each other well, I don't know because we haven't seen a lot of them, but I think our two best midfielders are Godoy and uh, Davis. I don't know how much... I don't know how much playmaking you're going to get out of those two. You're not, I don't think you're going to get playmaking out of You're not getting it out of Anunga. Davis is a little bit limited on the ball, to be honest. I noticed Everyone more more. is. I like Davis. He's very solid pro. Okay, but good. everyone is outside of, like, Dax. Godoy and Dax. Yeah. And probably less so with Godoy. But we even, have to say. But even then, like, the liability of Dax, I'd, just, I'd, I'd rather not have the playmaking ability yeah. and go with Godoy. Yeah, because it's very inconsistent these days. Yeah. Yeah. And same with the Nunga. Like, I, you you had said that, and we w- were watching the game together, and, I, and it happens every, like, four games where Nunga has a really, really good game. You have to say, his performance. It was great, but he does this. One of, the, one of the best we've had this season individually. Sh- f- sure, but you act like this isn't a reoccurring thing where, like, he's really, really good, get, has a good game for one game, and then just, like, not very good for the next like, I have four. a huge soft spot for Brian you, do, you have a huge soft spot for a couple players that's very <laughs> annoying I like our players we'll, I want to see them we'll do get well into it with, and Anunga is a good example of, 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 of you know when I feel this way it's because you I see the things that a player can do and the things that Brian Anunga can do defensively are elite I'm telling you the sure best you know tackles interceptions you know in midfield in the team and it's 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 as good as you see. And he was a monster against Orlando. Yeah, you that's don't fair. you don't see it consistently. And like I remember there, I don't know what it was, but the last match that we saw prior to this with the Nung at home, he just looked so lost in midfield when he was on the ball. Okay, so here's my thing. He's he's not he's he's not super you know class on the ball, whatever. Okay, you just but you see what he can do, and you want him on the field to do those things. You need to you need to coach him. It's coaching. You say okay, you. You take a touch and then look look here or here. You're going to have one of your guys open here, you know? Help yeah. him. Give him some patterns. Give him some instructions. Say, you know, on the ball, I want you taking one touch. If you don't see it, you know, if you, if you don't see a pass forward, just drop it quickly, you know? Yeah. Coach him. Like, you can cover up the deficiencies of, like, of a player to to allow for their strengths to be on the field. But it's, you know, you, you got to see the coaching in them. So, I don't know. I was yeah. I mean, happy to see him do so well in this fair, match. I, I don't but- know. Like my, when you said that, just my argument is like we've had this conversation like 20 times at this point with Brian Nanunga. He's really good for one game. And then sure enough, like yesterday he came on and I saw like two immediate turnovers by him. There are Which incons- like, you know, it's hard to come in on at the 80th minute, I think, probably. And yeah. Make an impact. But like still like it's just so inconsistent. We have a lot of inconsistent players. Yeah, our whole team. We have a lot of players that like if you catch everybody on their day, like we're – we, obviously we know we can beat anybody yeah i think that's a huge issue with the team yeah it's tough i mean i don't know and i and, and that's why i harp so much on like getting other players in form and why yeah i dislike how gary deploys things is like because we are so the, this team is just filled with so like inconsistent players that like being so dependent on a starting 11 just seems like suicide yeah, Panico is a new member of the starting eleven in this one. Yeah, he also yeah. looked very, very good. Yep. He um maybe save of the year. Yeah, one save where he's coming back towards yeah. goal after kind of getting dragged away, um following the play. Yeah, the save was incredible. It's a mistake by Dex. He is um. Mm-hmm. There's something there. Where where are you at with Panico? Because I guess to wrap up, you know. All right. I, I, he he um he was. Perhaps at fault 
for we, Anunga shouldn't have gotten called for the foul, but Orlando is able to deliver in from yeah. a dead ball there. He and did it's kind st- of a wobble even, from Panico. Even with the foul, he made a mistake on he, that. He he got hit also. He probably got fouled as well. I think Gary thought he mentioned yeah. it again in the. I just listened to the. I didn't see post match. I didn't see much of a foul. It just looked match, like he missed the ball. Yeah. You know, regardless, it seemed like he he could have done better, and that's maybe what allowed them to, to find the goal. Yeah. Off that set piece. Um. I have one idea. I guess we should maybe wait to talk about him until after the Portland match in general. But what if we? Um, there's a lot there, and you could see a lot of good things in this yeah. one. I think I like. Him. I'd rather play him than Joe with the faults at this point. Yeah, I kind of almost feel that way too. Um, because I think he is he. Yeah, even with those like two, I guess just one mistake against Portland, but the mistake against Orlando. If he, I feel like those things are gonna get fixed out. Yeah. Like he's not gonna like. I feel like he'll learn from those. Yeah. Um, His upside whereas, seems higher at this yeah, point. Yeah. Whereas Joe, I think, is just like, not. He's just old. Yeah. And like, I think his issues like are just his body not being quick enough. There's a kinda, stark difference in the athleticism, yeah. the explosiveness, how quickly Panico gets out versus how labored it looks when Joe even yeah. just kind of wobbles around these days. So I don't know that we can fix Joe's issues because I think it's just age. Yeah, maybe. Whereas Panico, I think it's just experience. Yeah. And uh but one idea, what if we just like play one each half? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean we got five subs, you know. Yeah. Just yeah. like I just, love that. Just like start one one like start Joe the first half. Yeah. And then uh Bring on Panico this like half. international friendly style. Yeah, like Zach Steffen's getting the first half. You know, we'll put you know Brad Guzan on to take the second, whatever. Yeah, let's yeah. just do that. I like that, and hopefully we'll minimize the mistakes because they only play forty five minutes, and now they they have less time to make the mistake. Yeah, no, Panico gives us something different, the keeper too, because he also he'll he has a little bit of the sweeper keeper ability. Yeah. You know, he'll come out and um, prevent chances. Like, um, you know, when something would be turning into a shot, he's already snuffed out the play because he's come out and, and, and won the yeah, ball. Yeah, there was one chance. I, I remember in the Orlando game, we just watched the highlights, uh, where uh, the Orlando player kind of broke free, and but Panic was just so quick to, like, come he's out. There. He almost he, even hesitated on that play, too, yeah. but he's just so long and he's rangy. Um, and I, I think that's that he a was goal. still able to make. And it, once he kind of has even more of the instinct and confidence yeah. to get there even quicker, like you could see him being like a real shutdown yeah. keeper. But I, if that's not just with the shot stopping, if that's Joe. That's probably a goal because I don't think Joe yeah. comes out of his he net. Right, and yeah. That's just a one on one. That's another chance. thing too. Is we've seen Panico playing more and more. We keep commenting, like I've said it, and our friends keep saying it. Like Joe, Joe can't make that play. Yeah, like some some stops that he'll make, but. Yeah, we, you know. Yeah. But you you can't even say Joe's not going to make the mistakes that Panico's making because the Portland game, the, the PK that they did, Joe's done that like twice this year yes, already. Yes, exactly. <laughs> True. So, yeah. So it's not like uh, he, Panico's making mistakes that Joe's not. And yeah. It, yeah. He, he's making mistakes. But again, I, I think Panico's athletic enough that like he'll – get those out with experience. Yeah. Like he'll, he'll like, he'll know not to make that, try to make that pass again. Yeah. Or just get more comfortable too. You're talking about like the pass uh, we're bouncing around, but it's okay. Yeah. And that led to the, him having to foul in the box. Right. Um, for the, for the Portland goal that kind of brought them back in it. Um, yeah. One thing Gary said in the post-match press conference too, is, uh, just understanding that because of where we're at in the game being two Oh up, you don't have to, you, you don't have to risk as much. You can really just clear that. And so Gary said, it's like, really, it should have been cleared, especially given the fact that, you know, if, if a match is level or if you're down, you you start to incorporate some more risk. You take some more chances. Yeah. Um, but there's just no reason to there being 2-0 up. And yeah. it, and it and really gave so much life back to Portland. That scream is ex- just getting experience yeah. with the game. Yeah. So. Yeah, you got to have the gamesmanship to know. I, I think I still go with Panico. Sure. So. I kind of agree. Um, we have to talk more about him in the Portland match, but to wrap up the cup, uh, nightmare, disappointment, heartbreak, very beginning of extra time. Sean Davis picks up a second yellow. The first yellow was bullshit. Again, the officiating kind of hard to escape in discussing this match, but 
Sean Davis kind of lets us down there because he has to, and he knows as soon as he does it, he, I think he just forgot he was on a card because yeah, it was a very intentional foul that is always going to be a yellow card, dragging somebody back. Um, and he just, he drops his head. He just knows because he knows what he's done, but he can't, we can't really have that happen there. That said, we held on very courageously throughout the two 15 minute periods of extra time. And even if he was on the field, I don't I don't You don't know if we would necessarily go and find the winner there. Cause I don't know. I guess it's just impossible to say, but it was, it was a five minute swing from them getting the equalizer to take it to extra time. And then Sean Davis getting sent off. That was just like, I felt I was feeling really, really great about that match. And it's just like, I love the U S open cup. And yeah, then within quickly. five match minutes it was like, fuck the u.s open cup I'm, ha- I'm not having a good time anymore yeah. it went downhill very quickly we go to penalties yeah. heroic defensive effort which it was just hard to watch but we bunkered down and and got it to penalties and you think maybe panico can become a hero and he he kind of he, he, he made one save he made a is... stop that's all you can really ask for from your keepers you need yeah. a little help from the kick takers and unfortunately he didn't he didn't get enough from from the yeah. kick takers to yeah, I definitely had PTSD after the first meal attempt yeah. where he just like skied it. Felt terrible for Will. He was so bad this game. It's, yeah. Well, he, yeah, he didn't have a good game. And then, yeah, he looked like he was, yeah, he looked like he, it took, he took it very difficult to, to sky that one again, which yeah. I think is what he, did I think he did that. Philadelphia too. Yeah. Philly. Yeah. Um, Hate that. So maybe you just don't have Mule take the PKs anymore. Yeah. Well, we learned that some some other people can actually make PKs because I don't think anyone made one in Philadelphia last year. No, no one made one. <laughs> uh, Lobo was second and composed. Was really nice yep. PK. Super cheeky. Romney nailed his. Yeah, Romney's was really really good. I know. I mean, even Walker. Yeah, all of, all of them were really like after Lobo scored. Yeah. Everyone else seemed to have confidence that they could score. Yeah. So uh, up up until we got to Eric Miller. Yeah, he didn't take a very good penalty. No. It was, uh, which like yeah, I mean once you like once you see Eric Miller stop. coming in like you knew, I don't know. I guess it didn't inspire a lot of confidence walking up to the spot. I don't know. I'm always gonna root for our players in moments like that. And uh, yeah, I don't know. We need we needed we needed one of those two guys that missed to to make it, and we would have had a chance. But yeah, better better PK shootout than the playoffs last year. Sure. I'll I'll be less. Um, resigned to the conclusion next time we go to penalties, you know. Yeah, I think I was in this one. I wouldn't have bet on us to to get through and win the PK shootout, but this is progress. After there was nowhere to go but up with PKs uh, after uh, the playoffs exit last year. Yeah, are you a fan of the uh, up one nil on the road and then sub off all your good players <laughs> strategy and then have no good players the rest of the game? Uh, yeah, I think the substitutions might have put us in a bad spot. Um, yeah, I don't think that he would have made all the changes that he did um, if he had known that we were going to uh, have to play an extra 30 minutes of the match. Yep. So, um, but that's part of it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, you take that chance. You think you think you're, you're you got this one done and dusted, and we can we can rest some guys a little bit, and then it turns out you're playing 30 minutes with like a group that is not maybe the one that's gonna. Go and yeah. find the winner, especially after you go down a player. Yeah. So, uh, no, I'm not a fan of, of not having all your best players on the pitch there, but I don't know. Then we would have maybe lost the Portland match because we would have been playing, you know, guys that were subbed, you know, an extra 30 minutes. I, I don't know. I mean, it's that's one of those things. It's hard to say yeah. hindsight, but you look, you look very. No, I was wanting to segue to the Portland game so we can talk about. Uh, Let's do it. How. Uh, what was it? The I think it was the Kansas City game. Mm-hmm. Uh, when the, the we loss, were, when we were very the one home loss. Yeah, the one home loss. Um, where we were very confused about, or maybe it was the one of the it was either the KC or DC game where like Loba. Had, I think it was the DC game because Loba had just scored in the KC game and mm-hmm. has been playing really well. And we were like, why do you not start him the DC game? Mm-hmm. Um. Or maybe it was starting the KC game. Either way, there was a quote that like Gary was saving him to play for the midweek Open Cup game yeah. and the Portland game to start him those games. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, which, there was. We there seemed to be a feeling that the three matches coming up, which were DC, Orlando, and Portland, Loba would get a start in one of them, and yeah. that that did not come to pass. Despite probably deserving one, deserving one over Hawkinson for sure. Uh, so this this yeah this this eleven that were picked for the Portland match was a little strange. There was no Will in the squad. Yeah. So you get Eric Miller coming in to play right back in a back four, which is interesting. But you could see it. You say, okay, we don't have Will. We want to just play, move to a back four, mm-hmm. and just play Eric Miller there because he's the right back on the squad. You kind of get that. Um, but then interesting that it's Hawkinson and Leal behind um, Sapong and Mukhtar up top. Mm-hmm. So it kind of indicated that it would be like a four four two, or even like I've wanted to see like four two 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 for a long time because yeah. I I've thought that that was a way to get a lot of our attacking players that I want to see play together onto the field. Um, and that's kind of what we got. It, it was interesting, but yeah, I guess you could say that, you know, because it wasn't like the three, five, two, where there's a midfield three and like Hawkinson's been playing the layout role. He's like a central midfielder, I guess, since it's, he's kind of more wide and he's more of an attacking player in whatever that system was that you could maybe have played Loba there instead. Because I, I don't I don't think there was an argument before that Hawkinson was necessarily being chosen over Loba because Hawkinson was playing as like a central midfielder in that three and we don't have any indication that that Loba would play there mm-hmm. and so that to me was Gary choosing he, he's saying that he would have to change the shape of the team to play three up top to have to to have Loba come in and he say that I don't think that there's enough benefit to Loba getting into the the team and starting for me to change my shape and my system right now. Mm -hmm. So whether you agree with it or not, you can kind of see it there. This is one where you say, maybe this is a, this is a a formation where you you could get Loba at a start and you could still start Hani and CJ, which kind of seems like we have to at this point, but yeah, it didn't come to pass. So still no Loba starts and I don't know. This seems like is when it would have happened. So I guess there's a lot of season left, but it, I, it just I, I, someone would have to get hurt, I guess. Even then, I have no faith that Loba, I mean, Leal was hurt for a month and a half, and Loba still. I got to. What would start. happen if Hani went down for a long stretch? He'd probably start Burnberry. <laughs> now that Burnberry's healthy. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know, man. I'm just like, and you can't even say that. Like, sure, like Loba wasn't really good this game, Portland game. He came on for 25 minutes or yeah. whatever, but um, I thought he looked. I thought he looked good. I thought he looked fine. He had a couple turnovers, but like it's still like he's been good. There's one heavy touch other than that. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. He's been good for like three weeks. And like at what point, like I would say he's deserved one, but it's something that would, would the the team is kind of in the mire right now. We're kind of floating. Like we'll have good, nice, big wins on the road, whatever. You know, we were, not as fantastic at home maybe as we were in stretches last year but like still okay but we're kind of then there'll be like these like shitty results and we'll 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 let teams back in it and to draw us at home and we're just kind of like you know are we good are we bad i don't know we're kind of floating around the space we're in the lower part of the playoff spots like it's not it's not bad no one's smashing the panico button yet but you know it's not great so it's just like what is something that could take the team to another level and you wonder if it would be reworking things to incorporate Loba more. Yeah. Other than that, what is it going to be like Hawkins? I'm a, I'm a big fan of Hawkinson. I I'm starting to sense that there's some divided opinion on him. Some people think he sucks. I think he's, I think he's cool and can do some helpful things. I think he's fine, but he should be your fifth forward. He won't. Yeah. His, his incorporation into the team will not elevate us out yeah. of this, out of this muck that we're in right now. It's not like we're bad, but it's just like we're in, we're in the bubble, you know, we're on the bubble. We're kind of one of those teams right now. Yeah. And I think the only thing that elevates us is like, if, if Loba starts to play really well and get incorporated more, you know, not that one has to, I think he's the been other. playing just, well. He's just not getting he's playing well. Yeah, I know. But he's, he's not incorporated enough. Yeah. I agree. So, so, yeah, but we did go up 2-0 in this Portland match. Panico retained a starting spot. Like we said, no will in the squad. Fantastic goal from Davis. Um, and then, yeah, Panico save in the 40th minute again. 
you know, you, other than like mistakes and moments, he seems to be playing very, very well. But I don't know. We've already talked about the goalkeeper spot enough. Yeah, I mean, I think we've pretty much talked about everything that happened in the Portland match. They they found their equalizer um, like less than five minutes from their their goal. You know, that came from the Panico mistake to the foul um, to the penalty. I don't know how much could have been done to prevent the second goal, but it did just, it felt like it was going one way after the Panico mistake. Maybe at other times in following this team, you know, maybe last season you think we're, we're going to see this one out. We'll find another goal or we won't concede another one of them, but I really didn't feel that way. It felt like it was going Portland's way to me after they got their first and very quickly they got an equalizer. And then in that moment, I I, I didn't feel like a winner was coming for us. I think, um, I don't know. I don't want to like, I think I've just lost confidence and like, I don't want to keep blaming Gary, but I don't know. Like mm-hmm. I think previous years, like, uh, have we seen all the tricks, you know? Yeah. And I, I just think like previous years, like I, I just, uh, uh, if we lost, it was, you know, a mistake that we made. It's kind of hard to pin that on Gary. Like now there's just, it, he's just making questionable. Like yeah, sure. You could, put a lot on the subs like the players were tired Dax was tired and you could maybe say that's why that second goal happened um if you had fresher legs maybe that doesn't happen so like now I'm just starting to question him the whole like Lobo utilization is like very frustrating it's I don't know I I wish we had media that called them out on shit because (laughs) it's I, I brought this up in our group me but I remember the start of the season it was you know eight games on the road. It's kind of hard to, you don't want to like put Lope in that situation to start those games. Yeah. And then we get home and it's like, well, he's not playing well. So it's kind of hard to justify the start. And then he plays well. And then now it's like, I don't know if there's too much opportunity for like the people in the press conferences with Gary to press home that issue. And I mean, and they, and they do ask about Loba, but we know, we know, what, we know what's happening at this point. But I even mean, then, like, uh, I think it was like the Casey game. They asked about, you know, why Loba didn't get the start. And it was like, well, we're saving him from, for the Orlando City and Portland start. And I just, <laughs> then nothing came. And he didn't start either of those games. I didn't hear. I, 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 I've only heard from you that it, that it seemed like, like there was going to be like a, a Loba. He indicated that Loba would start one of the next three matches. Yes, that was what we were told was Loba. It's stupid was, and annoying that we're at this point. He was saving like Loba to start this, here for are. the Orlando midweek game in the port or, and or the Portland game. Okay. And he didn't get started either. And you can't say it's not performance. So sure. You can ask the question there. Like no. you basically said Loba was going to start and he didn't. What changed? What gives? No. And I don't, like I said, with this game, it's hard. We were up to no. So I don't know like Loba starting how much that changes uh-huh. it, but I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm, it's just my overall frustration with Gary. And maybe it's just me because I look for every excuse to shit on Gary, but yeah. I also, I, I don't know, I'm getting tired of it. Yeah. So I would say, how do we feel after these three matches? But we kind of let off with that. Um, so it is what it is. I don't know. The I season remains are... kind of not on a knife edge because it doesn't feel like it's like going completely off the rails, but it's just, it's, it's been stop start. How about that? If I had to yeah. describe the season in one way, in one statement, I would say it's been stop start. It'll, it's been, we take a step forward, we take a step back, take another step back, we take a step forward, and, you know. I think if we're healthy and we're playing our game, we're a top-five team in the league. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think We've missed some important players for a while, too. Like, I think we're still getting Zimmerman, like, back incorporated after the international matches. We missed him for... The only thing is... We still our, don't have Godoy really incorporated You say that, back. but our, our worst stretch has been since they've all been back. Like Our worst stretch has been this last, like, five games. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've had all of them back outside of, I think, like, the uh, uh, San Jose game. Mm-hmm. But San Jose is so bad, like, you still should have won that even with who we played. But, uh, I mean, even these last three games, like, we've had everyone back, and I don't know, it's just... Yeah. yeah, and I'll just say about Gary, I, I'm I'm more of a fan than you are, I suppose. But we have seen in the past that there'll be he'll 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 pull a trick out of his hat. He'll make a big change, and it's just like nice, like good job. But like, is maybe there's like there's less there's less magic there. Maybe we've seen all the tricks at this point. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. 
Anyways, three chalupas for this stretch of matches. Uh, Honey's an easy one. He had yes, like a bunch of goals, three at least. Yep, four. Still four got goals, Honey playing well. Uh, who's yours? Passing back to me. I kind of want to say Hawkinson. <laughs> what did what did Hawkinson do? Picks up an assist. I don't know. He didn't play great. He wasn't even great yesterday. Portland. Um, I don't know. I just I don't know. I don't know. People hate too much on certain players. I don't want to be like they don't. They're not. It's not that I, bad. The, the, again, no one's like. <laughs> He shouldn't be on the team. It's just he shouldn't be your third forward or your fourth forward. Yeah. I'm going to have a hard time with Chalupas this time because then I wanted to give one to Panico, but it's also like too many mistakes. You know, yeah, for all his good too. moments and as much as he – this is a new chance for him. I mean, you can give it to Nunga for the Orlando game. I will give it to Nunga. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Bailed me out there. Yeah, because I don't want Hawkinson getting it because he okay. was bad outside of the assist. Okay. Uh, um. Give Could it go to Lovitz. Lovitz was who I was gonna give. Yeah, yeah. I kind of want to give it to Panico. It's hard. I, I, I said it, it sucks because two games and one going to extras and PKs, you would say he made two mistakes and just happened that both mistakes resulted in a goal. Yeah, like that's just sometimes your mistakes don't result in goals. But Gary said this in the post game pressers like when you're a keeper, the mistakes tend to lead to goals. Unfortunately, yeah, but I don't think it's like. A hundred percent. It literally seems like he literally only made two mistakes, and both went in the goal. Yeah, like you. He could have had a little more luck, a little more help. Yeah, that, that was the thing. The was like one in the cup. I don't. I don't think he. It's that bad. Like sure. Like if a keeper makes a mistake, it's probably like over fifty percent chance it might be going to a goal. But yeah, I just I feel terrible because the two like the one the two that the only two that he made. I would say in he'll two, be all right in two games, and now. I agree that I, I agree. I'd like to see us stick with him, yeah. even though he doesn't get a Chalupa. Daniel Lovitz gets it. Yeah, I'll get it to Lovitz. No, he says. Finish this. Let's finish it. Cues. Club news. I don't think there's anything going on. Nope. No transfer. No transfer news. No transfer news. <laughs> Let's see. There was a. No, I'm not. I don't think we should. Probably, probably shouldn't get into that. Let's say there was a. There was a big thread on Reddit about Nashville not posting a their stance on the Roe v. Wade stuff. Mm. If you want to get into that, we could. I guess. You have yeah. thoughts on it. Uh, I kind of do, actually. My thoughts, yes, I do have thoughts, but I don't know. I, I don't want to shit on people. I have a take. Maybe we won't use this, but it's something that I've actually been thinking about a lot because you see this with um, different social issues where yeah. um, it feels like we're losing ground, we're losing rights, we're losing control, um, and you see people screaming, screaming out to essentially brands. Yeah. Like Nashville C is a brand. It's a, it's a company. Right. And you say, come on, say the thing, say the good words, say the line. And yeah, you want your, the things you support to also, you want the brand to also say it. You need yeah. to also have the right good thoughts that I have, which I think that the, the only thing that it indicates to me is, is the sense of powerless that we have. We're, we're pretty far removed from the actual levers of power. So we want, we yeah, want the brands fair. to say the good thing because we can't actually ha we can't actually control things to be the way that we want them to be or less and less we can yeah you know as people i think that's yeah. a bit of what's going on so i think it's actually kind of not a great sign that we're so wrapped up in wanting the brands to say the, the good things and have the right thoughts it's it's the same thing with like corporations like we're very obsessed with like oh it's great when companies espouse the right virtues like they support blah 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 but that's that's really what's gonna save us and pull us out of this is the fucking companies and brands and shit like yeah 
That, it won't. It I'm, won't. I'm, it's symbolic victories. It's not. It's, you're not actually gaining any ground. No one's. So that was that was kind of my take was like, and it's it went on for like a week of people just like national still not. And my thing is like, one one I think performative activism is a cringe, mm-hmm. like just posting on Twitter that you support thing while like simultaneously not doing something or in Nashville's case doing the opposite. Like people don't talk about it. John Ingram, his donations go to sure. people that oppose. Look it up folks. Those views. So Look like, it up. Yeah. <laughs> my thing was like, do you want like, yes. Would it be nice if the club support it? Yes. But at the same time, like the club's actions are direct opposites of what those that is anyways like so it's just empty words at that point like why do you care yeah that the club supports it when the owner is literally spending fifty thousand dollars to other to people giving that, money to the shittiest politicians you've yeah. probably never even heard of yeah right like so yeah to me i just i think it's who cares uh, it's it doesn't matter yeah but it's just like yeah like why do we care it's just like well i think we care because it's one of the only things we can do yeah. as we continue to lose ground, as we continue to but progress even if, as a but, society but and as a even country. If they, yeah, but even if, my thing is like, even if they did post it, like their actions are saying the team's ownership actions yeah. are saying the exact opposite of Ingram's like still making donations. To, yeah, you know, and that's the same with a lot of corporations, which we won't get into yeah. that. But like, yeah, you get all these corporations like posting yeah. how they support pride this isn't the path Meanwhile, to victory the bad news is i don't know the path to victory and it feels like we are so. continue to lose and lose and yeah. you know but but yeah that was my i think my take was like who cares their actions say other even if they posted to support it it's all empty words uh yeah anyways yep anyways so i think we're in agreement yeah we'll see if i use that i think we did we did we uh um, it was fine how'd we do on that yeah i think it was fine okay um, but I, the thing is like, like you said, I, I, I don't, I do feel, I don't want to like, cause some, for some people it does feel like that's all they have. Mm-hmm. And so you don't want to like discourage them from like, uh, wanting the one thing that they can get. So it does suck, but yeah. reality sucks. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, questions. Um, and y'all this from Nash, Nate's Nashville SC. Y'all's complete professional opinion. Do star signings attract other star signings to the league? Second somewhat related question. Will Gareth Bell play at Geodis or will he be on the links? I hope he plays at Geodis. Yeah, I'd like to sick. see him. I think that would be uh it'd be badass to see Gareth Bell play at Geodis Park. Yeah. Um I hope he doesn't tear us up because I think he has the potential to do really, really well in his loan stint in LAFC. I think it's big news. And I think that yeah, star players probably do talk to each other. Um Maybe I, after the, you know, you go, Wayne Rooney goes back to England and players that might have a chance to come play here, they might be able to ask him or people in a circle, like, how did, how did, how did this player enjoy playing in the United States? What's it like in MLS? Um, I think a lot of players, I think a lot more players, maybe not at like the highest level, like the DP signings are interested in playing in the US, but there's not like a super strong pipeline for like like the squad level players. There's obviously incentives to, you know, keep your squad somewhat homegrown. Um, you only have so many international spots, but uh, yeah, I think I think that more star signings will beget be more star signings, you know? I don't think it helps. I think uh, the players that do come over here that are like star signings, quote unquote, um are coming here oh sorry Lando almost scored are coming here because they vacation in the city that they are coming in and they just like being in the city yeah that's why you don't get star signings in cities outside of like Miami LA New York yeah that's that's the big question for me too is will that ever change especially because I've got skin in the game now because you know was would Gareth Bale have come to Nashville SC yeah I don't think it will I think I think uh will we ever be able to draw that type of signing? Is it good for us to to strive for that type of signing or is that something that actually yeah. might not work for Nashville SC as presently constituted? So I don't, I don't think know. it will for international players, but I could see like uh once the domestic players that are like you have like the West McKinney's and the Polisics once they get older and like they're kind of done with their careers and you kind of saw with like Bradley, might do it like Bradley come and back, yeah. Altador and stuff like that. Yeah. I think those players would, but I don't really see 
uh, the like point. Messi's or the Ronaldo's coming over here outside of like Miami, New York, or LA. I'm ready for Broadway Messi though. Yeah, 43 year old Lionel Messi. Yeah, just tearing it up. Um, but yeah, I, I could dude. see a scenario in which like maybe not Weston McKinney anymore because I, I don't know, he no, just doesn't need. That's to come the right at- type of 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 player we would be able to get. Bring back yeah. a Michael. Br- Although Toronto seems to be an attractive place for people to live too because they did sign. The combination of signing Bradley and Altidore when they came back, and then also Giovinco got Drake, so exactly. Um, Yeah, everyone wants to be six, six, six. But uh, yeah, so that's that's, I don't I don't really think so. I think it's city based, and maybe we will once like in twenty years when like the top twenty players in the world and the U.S. has like five of them on it because we've now become a soccer country. Mm -hmm. Yes, uh, those players we take might, our rightful place. Yeah, those players that like grew up in this country and like uh, follow Nashville and like know that it's like a cool city. If yeah. it is in fifteen, if we're still alive, so yeah. uh, Nashville wants to know: Will we make the playoffs? I think we will. Like we're still like in like fifth or sixth in standings. Yeah, like it's not like we're. Uh, it's been a bad run of games. We're in the blob. I don't. I wish I had another name for it, but I've described this yeah. like swamp of teams that are like below the very top tier but they're still like in the in the like pretty confident end of the playoff discussion yeah i think we'll make the playoffs and if it all goes off a cliff and we don't make the playoffs then it'll be exciting times for nashville seen a different way because we would probably blow it up a bit i just want to man i just want to see us like play our game because i feel like when we play our game we're so hard to beat and it feels like, especially lately, the, when we've lost or we've drawn, it's like we've gone away from our game of like, especially offensively. Like, it's like, okay, we got up a goal, let's sit back, and then we just let the other team play. We haven't had stretches of this season yet where you feel as like confident as yeah. you would at certain points in both of the last two seasons, especially last season. There, there, There hasn't been like... Have there been three matches in a row this season where you would say like we fucking played our game and looked no. great? It's so weird Not though. Like, really. like, it'll be like one DC here or there. Yeah, but it's it is weird that like it seems like we're confident on the road than we are at home. Like when we get at home, that's a new I, thing, man. Like I, I just I think I think back to like KC game of like why did we play so like why did Gary want to play so scared? It was like a bottom team. You threw out like three midfielders all defensive midfielders versus like just going out there and like trying to score. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause then you see when we try to score, you watch DC and you watch the Colorado Rapids game. Like, yeah. And the best 11 is not settled. Yeah. I don't, I don't think we know our best 11 Yeah, and it's, you know, and even to extent, we're halfway through the season almost. So even to extent this game, like when we can score, we can Excuse score. Me, we are, it's 36 games, right? Oh uh, yeah. So we've played 18, in which case yeah. this would be halfway through the league season. So I just I hate the I just don't like it feels like Gary's scared sometimes. We're still fourth in the West somehow. Seattle and Dallas behind us like, yeah, with, think, the, like, with the match in hand. So considering how bad we are, we're still up there. Um, I just want us to play our game instead of like being scared sometimes to to Galaxy with two games in hand. And they're in seven, so yeah, it could all change. I mean, it's it, it could go downhill from here. We have go either way. I we've think, just never seen that happen. We've yeah. had like bad stretches, but it never completely went off a cliff. Yeah, this feels like a like uh, fork in the road right now. Okay, like uh, for the season, I yeah. think um, we can. This is a really nice goal, by the way, by DC. Oh, I missed it. Um, why does it always feel like keepers play like their best games against us? Just being a fan, dude. It's all. It always it? feels like that. Um, no matter who you follow. Yeah, I think it'd be interesting to see what we do now that like we've kind of had this rough stretch of games, and uh, do we try to get back and play our game, or do we, Gary, try to? Will there be a big change? Yeah, be a system. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. It feels like there's only one change left to make, and it's change the system to where Loba can start with Morgan Pong. a right wing back. That wouldn't be a real. That wouldn't be as big of a change in my mind. But I take your point. Or get a, a right wing back and an attacking midfielder. 
Uh, yeah. I mean, a new central midfielder at this point in the season, though, I think he would need he would need to sign someone like in the off season and incorporate like them into his planning. Because at this point, you'd bring we'd we'd bring in like a more, a more like an eight, like a more creative midfielder, and they maybe they wouldn't we wouldn't be able to build the team around them in the right way. So I think we'll make it work. Anyways, um, still any other cues? Those are yeah, good cues. Sam McAnally wants to know which move surprised you less: Hawkinson starting over Lova or Gary making three defensive subs. After squandering a two-nil lead, uh, which surprised me less? I don't. I'm not surprised Loba didn't start because yeah, that's me Gary's too. gonna Gary and yeah. Even though he said he was gonna start him, I I, we, I think Davey and I both said two weeks ago when Ben told us that that it was bullshit and that wasn't gonna happen, <laughs> and we were right. So, I guess yeah. The other one though, that doesn't surprise me either. Like neither one is surprising at all. Both are very. I don't necessarily have a problem with the way Gary manages his substitutions all the time. Sometimes it's a little frustrating, and I think differently. But like, I don't think he's the world's worst. Uh, He does use the bench. He will make like what seems like the right sub, or in terms of subs that can come off the bench and like change the game. They we don't really have them necessarily. I think most times or not, he makes a right sub. I just think a lot of times he doesn't make them at the right time. Okay, like he'll. Like he'll uh, like yesterday, like he'll he brought on three defensive subs, which is probably the move to make when you're up a goal or up two goals. Mm-hmm. Um, like if he if he brings on a Nunga for Dax earlier, does that second goal even happen? Yeah. Um, or you know if he subs on Loba sooner and lets him get more into the game, do we maybe score another goal? Mm-hmm. So I I think the subs. I think most of the time he makes the right ones. I just don't agree a lot of times that when he makes them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then last, th- maybe three questions. Uh, to read. Uh, the usual prognosis. And also how surprising was the result for you? Um, I Portland? Think, yeah. I think once the, uh, like you said, once the PK went in, I, I think yeah. we all knew that it was going to be time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I mean, I guess it was my point originally. Um, yeah. Also, how can we twist it into somehow blame Willis for this? I'm ride or die, Joe, but I do enjoy the mental gymnastics. People used to blame the guy face after 10 players fail to stop an attack. I don't think anybody should turn into like a Joe Willis hater. He's been maybe the best servant to this club in the time we've been in yeah. MLS. So rein that in or maybe encourage the people around you to rein that in if that's happening. Um, we also might find ourselves needing Joe Willis very much still in this season because you never know. Like we can see a lot of talent there with Panico, but it's also a little bit erratic. He's young. Maybe it's not. It, it won't work right now if we if he we continue to start and we might continue to see mistakes. We might have to turn back to Joe Willis. So don't completely turn away from Joe Willis. He could still have a big role to play for us this season. But yeah, I don't think I don't think anyone should be blaming Joe. I think like I mean, we talked about it. Like it's just at this point, it's kind of similar with Dax. Like his body just isn't he's aging it does suck to have goalkeeper issues though like i have not really dealt with goalkeeper issues in my you know in my soccer fandom i've been pretty comfortable with like my club and with the u.s so yeah i agree i think um we might the u.s might have a little bit of a keeper question i suppose at this point yeah because stefan is a turner but Um, no time for that today um yeah let's not get into that yeah, I think uh, yeah, it sucks because I, I think you could probably say it's, it's funny because uh, last year it seemed like we had an issue of like dropping points at home, um, and this year like you could probably say over ten points are probably missed and are direct responsible from the keeper. Yeah, this year. Yeah, I mean it'd be it'd be interesting to see what would happen. If you could go back and eliminate like half the goalkeeper errors and see, excuse me, what it would do points wise, because yeah. that that could make that could make a difference. We could be feeling a lot better about this team without just the goalkeeping, you know, bobbles. But yeah, I think I, I I'm not gonna remember, but I feel like you could probably say at least over ten points have been dropped because of keeper issues, and that would make you know a ten point so, difference in the season. How hard is that to fantastic? Like, yeah, and like. Is that really Gary's fault? It's always such fine margins. Fine margins to use another, you know, coach talk cliche, but yeah. it is true. It is true. Ooh, nice goal. That was all the cues? Yeah. 
Good cues. And next match is uh, a game, I think, where we have another opportunity to pick up a win on the road. I hope we do because I'll be there in Charlotte. Yep. Uh, I'm really looking forward to it. I've been curious to, you know, some. I, I, I try to tune in a bit if I'm able to catch some of Charlotte's matches. They're an interesting team. They had some craziness with, uh, with the letting go of the manager and all that. There's some players there, but... I, I don't know. I, it feels like we should definitely go in and like big brother them for sure. I think it's important we maintain dominance of the well, SEC. We've been decent on the road, so yeah. And uh, I I very much hope to see a win because I'm gonna be there for the game in Charlotte, and I expect to as well. I think that uh, I think we'll do just enough. I think we'll win like one nil. Okay, I'll go two nil. Okay. I don't know if has is Charlotte good this year. Like I know they were, they're not. They weren't. You know, they're they look expansiony, but they're not like as bad as since you were in their early years. Um, they got some players. I think they might be a little hurt right now. I'm not sure. Um, we'll have a we'll have a Charlotte correspondent on soon, literally to uh, to yeah, discuss. Yeah, we have somewhere. Jared on for that game. Yep. After that game, that's the plan. Is he gonna come live I'll have to Skype him in though, folks. Let in. us know if if you would uh, if you would consider tuning into a a zoomed episode of Paradise Pod, or we just uh, or we could fly him out. Could expense it. No, say or we just. Uh, I could bring the gear to Charlotte, but you won't be there. I, I know be. you're very against me doing an episode that you aren't on. Uh, <laughs> do you want me to bring the gear to Charlotte and do it there? I'm not against it. I just don't know. Yeah, I mean, whatever. I don't give a, give a shit. Okay. Sounds like a man who gives a shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. All right. Well, we're going to go to Charlotte. We're going to turn this shit around. We're going to pull off a big win, come back for two matches shortly after that. There's two home matches um, after Charlotte. We got Seattle and LAFC at home on a Wednesday and on a Sunday. So, yeah, we picked a good time to be really If it bad. is going to go off a cliff, it'll, it'll happen now. Yeah. But I don't think it will. I got faith. I do not. Okay. Okay. Well, right. we'll see what happens. Come on, uh, you boys in gold. See ya.